Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, July 17, 2022, and this is day 1580 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you. Thank you so much for giving us your breath of life, for uh, creating us in your image and equipping us to go forth and fulfill every single thing you've given us to do for this day. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is blessing on the other side of problems. Blessings on the other side of problems. Yep, it is actually true. (laughs) The more we walk with Christ, the more we do his will, the more we're going to recognize that. We're going to be coming out of Ruth chapter 4 verses 1 through 17. Ruth chapter 4 verses 1 through 17. We talked about Ruth and Naomi yesterday, and we're going to end it up today and uh, going into what Boaz had to go through to make Ruth his wife. So it says, Meanwhile, Boaz went up to the town gate and sat down there just as the guardian redeemer he had mentioned came along. So the guardian redeemer uh, was someone that was like the closest relative uh, that could marry uh, that the single person, the the woman, uh, and if he chose to, and if he chose not to, then he could uh, say, no, I'm not interested, and someone else could marry them, but the next closest relative. And uh, so, He was there in time to meet that guardian redeemer. And you see, uh, Jesus is our guardian redeemer. He's the one that stepped in and took on all the sins for us so that we could be reconciled back to the Father. So he says, uh, came along and so he says, come over here, my friend, and sit down. So he went over and sat down. Boaz took 10 of the elders of the town and said, sit here. And they did so. Then he said to the guardian redeemer. Then he said to the guardian redeemer, Naomi, who has come back from Moab, is selling the piece of land that belonged to our relative Elimelech. I thought I should bring the matter to your attention and suggest that you buy it in the presence of these seated here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, do so. But if you will not, tell me so I will know. For no one has the right to do it except you. And I am next in line. So it went based upon who was the first relative that could marry uh, Ruth and buy the property Uh, And uh, then if he refused, then the next relative uh, would be next in line. But he had to go through 
this protocol first. So he says, for no one has the right to do it except you and I am next in line. I will redeem it, he said. Then Boaz said, on the day you buy the land from Naomi, you also acquire Ruth the Moabite. So right now they were just talking about buying the land. But once he bought the land, he also uh, would have Ruth as his wife. He says the dead man's widow in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property. So that would be to carry out that family's legacy. Uh, Ruth's husband's uh, name to carry it out and uh, to, to carry out his family line. At this, the guardian redeemer said, then I cannot redeem it because I might endanger my own estate. You redeem it yourself. I cannot do it. Now, in earlier times in Israel, for the redemption and transfer of property to become final, one party took off his sandal and gave it to the other. This was the method of legalizing transactions in Israel. So the guardian redeemer said to Boaz, buy it yourself. And he removed his sandal. So that was to solidify the agreement. Then Boaz noticed I mean, I'm sorry, then Boaz announced to the elders and all the people, today you are witnesses that I have bought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Kilion, and Milan. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabite, Milan's widow, as my wife in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property so that his name will not disappear from among his family are from his hometown. Today, you are witnesses. Uh, so it's all in the name of Milan and um, him marrying Ruth, you know, to carry out again that family legacy. But you noticed how he went to the one, the closest relative first. Uh, he wanted to marry Ruth, but he knew he had to go this route. And so when the man said, I will redeem it, that probably would have been like a heartbreaker, you know, because this is a woman he loved and he wanted to marry her. And then when he told him everything that comes along with Ruth and the man may have already had a family of his own, uh, a, a legacy of his own that he was carrying out. And so he also did this in front of the elders when they went to the city, the town gate, that was would be where the different elders were hanging out and sitting around and, and taking care of, of situations that may come up. And then the elders and all the people at the gate said, we are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the family of Israel. May you have a standing in Ephrath and be famous in Bethlehem. Through the offspring the Lord gives you by this young woman, may your family be like that of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. When he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive, and she gave birth to a son. The women said to Naomi, Praise be the Lord, who this day has not left you without a guardian redeemer. May he become famous throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age.
for your daughter-in-law who loves you and who is better to you than seven sons. Woo! <laughs> Has given him birth. Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. The women living there said, Naomi has a son, and they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. And then we're talking about Jesus's line. They were a part of Jesus's line. So it says in verse 18, this then is the family line of Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Amminadab, Amminadab the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, Boaz the father of Obed, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David. And Jesus was along that same family line. What a blessing, right? (laughs) Such a beautiful Bible truth. (laughs) Point number one. Have you ever noticed how bleak and hopeless things can get when you're trying to accomplish something good? Over my years of serving the Lord, I can't tell you how much I've experienced this. From hopelessness to great victory. You see, once we truly understand patience, one of the fruit of the Spirit, we can fully rest in the Lord's grace, even in the storm. Because we know that our Daddy God wants only the best for us and that He and He alone owns everything, we must remind ourselves of that as we go along this life's journey. Also remind yourself that God will never leave you or forsake you. He doesn't leave us. We leave him. But here's the great news. He's always standing there with his arms wide open, ready to welcome you back whenever you come back home. Now, I will say this. You don't want to prolong your return to the Lord. As these are the last days and Jesus' return can happen at any given moment. So if you miss it and you don't accept him as Savior before that, then you will be here during the seven-year tribulation, which will be horrific. And in order to, to sell or buy, you'll have to accept the mark of the beast. And that is in Revelation chapter 13. I think it would be important to read it and to know about it. Yes, so point number two. I encourage you to start looking at the other side of the problem or problems. You will discover the great blessings God has there for you. Just don't quit or throw in the towel when it seems to be too long of a wait. God is doing a great work in you to prepare you for the blessing. So hold on, it's coming, and and you'll be even more equipped and empowered to handle it. To handle it with great um, authority, with great power, uh, 
you know, with the knowledge and understanding that comes through our Lord, with wisdom from God, you will be able to handle and endure all things. And as I said before, as you go through this, you're going to get even stronger. Just like David, you know, before David killed Goliath, he encountered a lion and a bear as he was dealing with, you know, shepherding his sheep and he killed them both. So when it came to Goliath, that was no big deal. He was not afraid because he already knew what God had done for him in the past. He had become more empowered, more more sure of God's power, more sure of God's resolve. He knew that God would take care of it. So all the other people were afraid of Goliath, that Philistine, even David's brothers, but not David. You see, we too should look on the other side of the problem to see the blessing. You know, I shared this with y'all recently, but all I could see, you know, uh, when it came to starting that second session for T-Zone and uh, we just didn't have the funding. Our funding had run out June 30th and we weren't able to use any excess that we had left because that was the agreement with the grantor. And uh, we did not have enough um, uh, donations to carry out that second session. And we had families and youth that were ready. You know, we didn't have to go out and look hard <laughs> to get them. And I just thought, Lord, I've, I've done all I can do. I have you know, gone around and asked. I've sent out grants and was denied. And, you know, every it seemed like every door was being shut in my face. Uh, and I'm like, Lord, I know you gave me this. I mean, you know, and it, it was getting a little discouraging. I will be uh, totally honest with you. But all what I did know is that God didn't give me this to do to let me down. I knew it was him that gave it to me. So I knew he would provide. And if it meant, hey, let's just look at uh, our September sessions coming up, then that's what I felt that, you know, I needed to focus on. And after I had done everything, I just stood and began planning for September. And then we got a phone call. No, I got an email from a gentleman that said, I am this other person's brother that provides the brother that provides us with the lunches for the youth because I had sent them a notice on that Sunday saying, or a message emailed saying, you know, we won't need lunches for the second session because we're not going to be able to do it because of a lack of funding. And he didn't respond. That was on a Sunday. That Monday, his brother contacted us. He did respond, but not to us. You see, things were going on behind the scenes that I couldn't even see. <clears throat> God was doing a great thing. And his brother sent the email saying, how much do you need? And is it too late to start the second session? And I told him what I needed. And I was just about in tears <laughs> typing it up, just blown away that someone, first of all, that doesn't even know me, uh, would reach out and ask that. And we had been blessed uh, with many donations from many of you and many prayers to keep us going. And so it was, 
you know, it was God mounting things up and, and continuing on. We needed that insurgence at the end. And he said, he called me after I sent him the email. I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And he called and he said, I can't do the 15,000, but I can do 7,000. And I said that we would be very grateful and we could make that work. And we were able, we're starting our second session next week. <laughs> we cut back as the number of children we could serve. We we instead of doing four weeks, we're gonna do three weeks and, and instead of the stipends being a hundred a week, they're gonna be seventy-five a week. I cut back my uh my partner, my assistant, my daughter who assists me, she won't be there. We can I can do that without her. Um cut back on the, you know, my vendors who come and help us with uh art and dance instead of twice a week, it'll be once a week for them. You know, the pay that's involved to do that. It's not like it's a lot, but we have to be uh, diligent uh, with what God blesses us with. And so he said, okay, I will get that check to you in the mail. And uh, he asked, would it be, he called me yesterday to say he just received it and he will be mailing it out. Did I want to meet him somewhere to pick it up? You know, who does that, right? But people that really are genuine, that really want to help you. And I am so grateful to God uh, and to them and to all of you. I want to say thank you. <clears throat> here's, here's what I want to encourage you with. Don't, don't get discouraged by what's not happening according to the way you felt it should go. God has a whole different plan, but it's still going to, you're going to end up with the same results. And that's going to be magnificent results. It's just, he's going to do it his way. And you know why God does it that way? So that he will get the glory. Not man, not us, <laughs> not anyone, but God. And I give him all the glory and all the praise because he provides the blessing on the other side of the problem. So be encouraged today. It's coming and just, just stay faithful. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community and uh, become a partner. Uh, support us financially uh, with your prayers, with your uh, volunteerism, however you'd like to do that. Just reach out to me if you're interested in uh, learning more or if you're interested in me coming and sharing with your group, your church, teaching, whatever it is. God has given me <laughs> that mantle and the go ahead uh, to 
start sharing that and uh, going out and sharing it with others. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.